0: Yeah, we're off. I did it.
1: Hey, Will. What's going on? Good day to you.
0: Uh, Getting ready for, apparently, a tropical storm.
1: I know. Bizarre. Bizarre.
0: (laughs) A little nervous.
1: (laughs) It's funny, because I feel like... So, my neighbor, who lives behind this, texted. And granted, they have, like, a pretty small house and a pretty big tree that hovers over their house. But she texted that they're going to go stay at someone else's house um just in case like the tree drops a limb or drops on their house and I was like oh what <laughs> like I didn't even know it was gonna storm uh blissfully now
0: I'm out. I'm really wishing that I had somewhere to go because now I'm terrified.
1: <laughs> you have a <laughs> lot of <laughs> trees over your house?
0: I have two trees coming out of my deck. So yeah. There
1: oh, are a yeah a few big ones i have seen that. i need to come over and see your house i haven't seen it yeah
0: well hopefully you get an opportunity after tonight (laughs) hopefully it's still standing
1: yeah i mean so is this is this storm is it just like a side storm off of the hurricane that's coming through i'm pretty sure it is
0: yeah that's all we're getting is like the side effects or something, but the winds are supposed to be 40 to 50 miles an hour. And
2: mm. that sounds
0: really fast for wind. So Yeah. I yeah. may sleep downstairs just to be on the safe side, give myself yeah, some time to get out.
1: <laughs> this is a very, very long story that I'm not going to go into all the way, but basically <laughs> from the house that we moved out of, there was a tree and the, there is a tree in the backyard. That we, our neighbor, sent us a text um, back in, it was Memorial Day weekend. It was this friendly text, like, hey, just wanted to let you know that the tree in your yard has a dead limb hanging over my driveway. If you could, that would be great. You know, mm. sorry, this is your notice. Just had to put that in. And it was <laughs> like a friendly, like, you know, take the tree limb down. I don't want it to fall on my house, but I I don't want to be, like, a bitch about it. Well, then we get some people out to our house to look at this tree, and we start getting quotes that it's going to be $10,000, and we're like, oh, what? But then we luckily found a quote that was going to be $5,000, so we're like, okay, we can do this. Now, the tree was half on our property, half on the house um next door so like i said this is an extremely long story and i don't even know if i should be talking about it on air because what if uh, this actually happens but anyways our neighbor who lived next door sold her house didn't tell the people moving in about the tree because we had agreed we were going to take care of it well then the people who moved into her house wanted the property line moved because they said that our fence was on their property. In the meantime, mm. we were trying to sell our house, and we were like, we don't want to be in a property war. like, we'll move the fence, but then the tree is completely on your property. And they were like, what tree? What's the issue with the tree? So that was a big shocker to them. <laughs> and they were like, well we don't think we should have to pay for the tree because we didn't even know about it signing it off. And we're like, okay, well now we're in this big hot mess and this isn't even our fault. So anyways, we move the fence, sell our house, disclose there is a sick tree on the property, but it's coming down. The first point that they could take it down was October 15th because they need this special aerial crane to lift it, since it's so close to so many houses. They Mm -hmm. essentially have to, like, lift it over the houses. And this machine is expensive. There's, like, not very many of them. So the wait was going to be until October. So we disclosed it to the new people. It's all taken care of. Well, of course, the date that we had it scheduled was... Uh, while the neighbors, I told you this is a long story, I'm going, I'm not even giving all the details and yet still <laughs> it's long. Um, the neighbors who had us move the fence, that now the tree is on their land, they got married and were out on their honeymoon on October 15th. And they were like, we're really not comfortable with the tree coming down while we're not not there. Can we move the date? which, you know, perfectly fair, like whatever. I wouldn't want a tree coming down if I'm not home either, especially in your honeymoon. The last news you want in your honeymoon is like, hey, the tree, like something went wrong and it crashed on your house. Enjoy the rest of your honeymoon. (laughs) So they reschedule the tree. He's supposed to come out five days later. What happens five days later? The machine breaks. Hmm. Now, the machine is no longer available for like three or four weeks, something. No, it's longer than that. Anyways, this whole time, the neighbor who gave us the warning, she's just getting angrier and angrier at this point. (laughs) Like, she's probably a 10 out of 10. And I, I was like, well, at least we're out of hurricane season. And then this stupid storm comes rolling in, and I swear <laughs> to God, if this storm takes a limb down and it lands on this woman's house, she is going to come after all of us with rage.
0: The, that is 2020 in a nutshell. <laughs> yes, yeah,
1: seriously. My
0: goodness. And Anyways. That scared me even more.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I may sleep in the car Sorry, tonight.
1: Well, so <laughs> well, hopefully No, I wouldn't sleep in the car. That seems even more dangerous. Just sleep downstairs.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. And
1: you have, like, a floor between you. Gosh, I really hope that after this podcast, that the, <laughs> our neighbor's <laughs> house is still standing and you're still standing.
2: Ooh. Next week could be really sad, yeah.
1: (laughs) Something different. Yeah. There's so much to catch up on. Where do we even start?
0: Uh Mm -hmm. old faithful? (laughs) (laughs) Old faithful in America. Racism. racism. Yeah, I
1: have some some stuff to say about that. Okay. Let her rip. Well, no, you tell
0: me first what's going on, and then I'll tell you. Um, well, I mean, there are riots in Philadelphia again. It's kind of the same old story. I think we've done at least four or five episodes about police shootings. And it's not funny. It's just an anger laugh. But it's just so it's kind of redundant at this point to keep saying it. But it happened in Philadelphia again. Mentally ill guy with a knife.
1: Shot. Oh yes.
0: Yeah, and it's, and now the people are rioting I did and hear it
1: this I did hear this.
0: There's been riots for the last 3 or 4 nights and I'm just like ah, yeah. here. Here we go again. The guy
1: the guy was mentally ill and he was like having an episode, right? And his family couldn't control the, him and called the cops for help and then they just didn't handle it well and ended up shooting him and killing him or just shooting him and injuring him.
0: Uh, I think he died at the hospital.
1: Okay. That's what, yeah. yeah, that's what I was kind of under the impression. And his family is the one who's like, you handled this wrong, which I, I mean, come on, people. It's like Of all, all you, the police T-F- shootings, F-
0: of all the police shootings this year, um, this one is more, you can debate this one. I mean, maybe not shoot to kill, but he did have a knife and he was having an attack and they don't have tasers in Philadelphia. I should probably say that they only have pepper spray and guns. Oh, really? So this one. Yeah. Philadelphia police don't they don't carry tasers for whatever reason. So all they have mm. are guns and pepper spray. Wow. So this one, I don't think is going to get a lot of national coverage, mainly because it's uh, <laughs> election time anyway.
1: See, that's interesting because the fact that we know this guy's mentally ill, in my mind, that's even more reason to go at it, at that situation, Mm. less violent. So I I thought you were going to say the opposite, like because he's mentally ill.
0: Well, because I don't have an alternative. um, I'm not agreeing with killing anybody. But I don't, I don't know. Like when you you complain about, right. When you complain about something or when you, when you say you have a problem with something, if you don't have a a solution to me, you're just complaining. And I don't have a solution. I don't think death is it, but I don't. Without mental health experts, I don't know what else to do.
1: Yeah. I think that's the answer. Mental health experts or training for police. Yeah. Which and it, let's just
0: it, say, go ahead. Well, the only reason it's probably a big story is because the same day it was a video of a white kid, mentally ill, that wasn't shot to death, and he attacked mm-hmm. the police as well. And I'm just like, okay, so now he
1: gets so old.
0: Yeah, you can handle him, but you they gotta stop treating us like superheroes. Like the yeah. white kid was. Roughly the same size. It was. It was amazing that it happened the same week. Roughly the same size, same height, everything, same build. And he was attacking them with a weapon, and he wasn't shot over ten times. What kind of
1: weapon? I mean, that doesn't. It looked like a.
0: It looked like some not a bat, but something like a bat that you could strike.
1: That could do harm. And yeah, the guy who had a knife. It was just a small knife, wasn't it? It wasn't like yeah,
0: it wasn't like a Rambo knife. It was a small knife.
1: Yeah, to me, that's like, even, especially because the family called, to my knowledge, from what I heard on the news, and gave the police the heads up that he was mentally ill. Like, you know. That
0: I, did. I didn't know that part. I didn't know the family uh, told me Maybe,
1: to maybe start. I made that up. Maybe I made that up. <laughs> maybe I assume. I don't want to say. But
0: I, the they news. probably did, because this wasn't the first time mm-hmm. he's had one of these situations so the police so, have been in his yeah house.
1: the way it sounded to me was that he was having like an episode and the family called the police for help which maybe i just put it in my head like well surely a family is gonna say like he's mentally ill you know give you that heads up
0: well i think but they it's not like the, it's not like a big town in pennsylvania well it's a certain part of Philly, but I'm sure they've been to that house a couple of times.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So they probably already knew this family and the situation.
1: That's so sad.
0: It's it's. Uh,
1: also, it's, just highlights how much of a need there is for mental health programs and funding mm-hmm. to go to mental health.
0: Very much so. I mean, Trained professionals, not
1: start there.
0: Not police.
1: Yeah, part. exactly. It's just, or train train police. Train police to be better about it. To under, yeah, but, you know, like give them training so that they know how to de escalate and empathize and handle these situations. Yeah. Assess the situation.
0: It's it's just another reminder of uh, the racial gap in this country. Where we're yeah. yeah, it's just like, how many of these stories are going to happen this year? Like, I'm tired of hashtags. I'm just, I'm exhausted with yeah.
1: it. Yeah, seriously. Well, I was writing a paper about um, health inequity and social determin- determinants of health. And I looked up on the CDC's website, um, like the rate of people dying. And I'm pretty sure I should pull up the fact so that I don't spread this wrong, but, like, black people... It's, it's a way... I mean, the statistics of a black person dying versus a white person dying are way higher. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you Which mean in also,
0: police encounters? So.
1: No, no, no. From COVID. Sorry, oh. did I see that from the beginning from COVID? No, 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 you
0: didn't. I just assumed that's you, know, you didn't say that. I just did I did that.
1: Um I, all I'm saying is, is like not only is it racism and police, it's I feel like twenty twenty has highlighted a lot of um inequality that our country faces and like deep, deep, deep discrimination that we have. Mm. much that people don't even you know like people I don't think it was really no one was aware I mean some people certainly were aware of health discrepancies between people but like now it's just so obvious you watch the news and you know who is dying from COVID and it's definitely like you know, obviously, it's older people, but then it's also people who just have less access to care, which happens to be Black and Hispanic people.
0: It's, you know, it's so crazy, because I know when COVID first started getting trendy and all that, not trendy, that's a terrible thing to say about something that's going <laughs> <from. laughs> But when it first yeah, got maybe like...
1: Maybe not the right...
0: Yeah, no, definitely not trendy. But when it first when became... We,
1: when it first... Got some widespread or
0: like okay. widespread is a better word. The rumor was black people couldn't better. get it. And
1: right, right, right.
0: I walked around with such an arrogance, and it was just like a mask for what? I'm black. Finally, <laughs> it's paying off. But then then I saw I saw black people down. I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. I thought someone I thought get
1: racist it. started that rumor.
0: It worked. Yeah.
1: <laughs> They were like, huh, watch this. And then they started a horrible, racist, like, yeah, (laughs) domino effect.
0: Um, Well Well done, racist.
1: I'm glad that you wear your mask and that you've stayed healthy. And I hope that others wear their masks and continue to stay healthy as well. So we are having a third wave. (laughs) COVID currently. What's interesting is like I feel like the second wave you did notice people kind of started pulling back from things. Third wave, nothing is slowing down that I can tell. No. You know?
0: No. Outside of no concerts, it feels like nothing's going on in the world, which is scary.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but it's, yeah it is. it's just bizarre.
0: That is what I wish they talked about because the next topic we're going to talk is the, the election. I wish they talked more about the health discrepancy between minorities and, and white people, because to talk about the economic thing, that that takes a lot of action, and you can do that later. I, I would much rather them talk about the health thing, because you have black women that are more likely to die during child pregnancy. You have COVID, blood pressure. Right. It's like, so much other stuff. Way
1: more likely.
0: These are things that I think are probably you could fix sooner than systemic racism. But I guess that kind of ties into well, each
1: other. I think part of it, part of it, I think, is the fact that, like, that then gets connected to Obamacare and, like, a lot of democratic people talk about this stuff, like, we want to improve it, but then. A lot of people who don't like Obamacare, I and mean, it's almost more of a to which his own. Like, I don't, I don't want to pay for others.
2: <laughs> hmm.
1: Yeah, which is, yeah, exactly. Like, you're going to pay one way or the other. So, either we pay for preventative care or we pay to fix, you know, as a reactive approach, which, which is going to be way more expensive. So, yes. I agree. It should be felt more and talked about more.
0: Okay. I don't know why people don't understand that fixing the problem after it's gotten worse is always more expensive, no matter what you're talking about, whether it's a house, a car. Preventative measures are always cheaper than, than fixing the problem after it's already happened. It's it's so simple, I, yeah, I would think. but preventative,
1: <laughs> it's like it is simple, it is, but it's hard to pay for some, something that hasn't happened, I think, versus having to have to pay, because it did happen, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I could go to the dentist, my teeth are fine, I brush my teeth, like, I'm fine, whatever, I really need to spend this, money. but now, now I have a cavity, and now I, like, can't chew my... Food. I'm in ag. Three hundred (laughs) bucks to fix my tooth. Yeah, Um, I mean that's a good. Yeah, I agree. That's Uh, a good point. So on racism, and I have a story for you from this week. So on Mondays, I take Leo to a little swim class to get ready. It's like a fun morning activity and we do it with two friends um and this past monday morning um one of the girls wasn't there so it was just two of us with our kids and another family who was new to the class and um so we welcome well first i asked i thought it was the mom turns out she was actually the sister but i find that out later (laughs) i asked her um are they joining our class or is this just like a subclass that they're making up? And she's like, no, we're going to be in this class now. I'm like, okay, welcome to our swim club. And so we have a normal swim class. There was a new teacher. She was definitely, definitely new. Um, and at the end of class, go on our merry way in the middle of class. I asked, um, how old his name's. Timothy. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. (laughs)
0: i'll block it out some kind of way don't worry about it
1: okay (coughs) um i asked how old he is and she was like oh he's one and i was like oh he's so big or maybe i said oh he's big i probably said it like that because here he is in a class with two-year-olds and he is he's the same size um as the two-year-olds which never once in my life has calling a baby big been offensive to anyone usually are proud of that, you know, like, yeah, he is big. And she said that she agreed. She was like, hmm."
2: <laughs> well,
1: then I get a call later in the afternoon and I get this voicemail from the manager of swim asking me for my opinion on the incident at swim. And mm. she's like, it's, it wasn't about the instructor. I just want to get your side of the story and i'm thinking well that's really weird because it was me my friend and this new person i talked to my friend clearly it's the new person who had an issue so so the new family were black and um the only thing in my head like after hearing this voicemail about the incident i'm like what Happened that I missed, and the only thing I could think of was there's a part in swim class when all the kids like climb onto a floaty together, and Leo was saying no, no, no to the little boy, and I was getting kind of embarrassed because like I don't want him to come off as like a bully or not welcoming, and so in my head I'm like, oh my god, she thinks Leo's racist. Like that could have been the only thing. So. I talked to the woman today and I mean, so it's been sitting with me for two days that I've been like, what is going like, I, you know, wondering if someone thought either myself or my child was racist, which is a really horrible feeling. And I'm like, at first I feel like I went through a wave of emotions at first. I was like angry and you know, I am like, not a racist person. I go out of my way to make sure I'm not racist. And then I went through this like swing of emotion where I was like, am I racist? Is that why I'm mad (laughs) right now? Like, is there something I'm missing? And then I kind of landed in the middle where I was like, you know, something must have happened to her. That just makes her so sensitive and she must have picked up on something wrong mm. and um kind of came to that conclusion. Well, so turns out that it wasn't the mom, it was the sister. She'd never been to swim class before. I think she probably was to begin with.
2: Mm. Um,
1: and then she was offended that we were fair, I guess strange, but whatever, Um, didn't mean that offensively at all. Like I say that to all children who are doing a good job growing. Like I said, I think that's a positive thing to say, but maybe I should be more sensitive about that. But she also thought that we called the child a monkey at one point, because there is a song in the swim class, called monkeys, monkeys on the wall, monkeys, monkeys, like to crawl, where the kids like crawl along the wall. And we're singing the song. And the problem is the instructor didn't really know the songs very well. And somehow like she mistook that. And I I mean, when she told me that I was shocked. I was like, okay, listen, (laughs) like, the big thing, sure, that maybe I shouldn't have said that should have been more sensitive but the monkey thing, that's your song, like, I'm not calling anyone a monkey, and, um, and she, it was just interesting, she was like, I know, and, you know, I just want to make sure in these times, like, you have to be sensitive, and, um, a monkey can refer to, like, it can be a really sensitive thing, and I was like, oh, know that that's why i would <laughs> never say something like that i'm literally singing this stupid song so then today we went to swim again and i didn't sing that song i was like i'm not even saying it i don't want anyone to think anything
2: <laughs> it
1: was just so interesting how you like first, i haven't been called racist i don't know if i've ever accused of being racist honestly <laughs> Um, we haven't made but, it in America. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was just such a bizarre experience. And then I really thought about calling the woman back and me like, Girl, I have a podcast, Bagels and Kool-Aid. <laughs> you should listen to it. You should check it out. Yeah.
0: It's but, so... I don't know if synergy is the right word, but it's amazing that that's your story. And for the people listening... We didn't talk about this beforehand. This is all just how it happened. I have a friend, a very close friend of mine, actually, and she told almost the identical story. She works with children. Um, She's a therapist. I don't want to say too much, but she works with children. And her job is mostly in a black neighborhood. And she made a comment about... The kid was climbing on something and she made the monkey comment because she she didn't know that that was a slur for black kids. Mm -hmm. And and she was accused of being racist, although she's the only white person in the building. So the fact that that happened to you is absolutely the whole time you're telling this story, I'm just like, wow, that that's crazy. Yeah, I think it comes from. Black people, and I'm, I'm guilty of it because I didn't, like, I, like you know, I didn't talk to white people until my mid-20s. So the only image, a lot of black people who haven't been exposed to white people who aren't racist, the only image is racist white people and police. So anytime you hear anything, <laughs> that's all you think about is, oh, I know what you're saying. Not realizing that the white person saying it may not know the history or may not even be on that same time. Right. So it's just it's PTSD that makes black people really sensitive to every little thing. And it's unfortunate, but it's how society has made us. Like yeah. any time you hear anything, it's just like, oh, what do you mean? I'm, I'm big for a black kid It's like, no, you're just you're just a big child. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> but it's, yeah,
0: it's, it's, it's a hypersensitivity created by society, I think.
1: For sure, definitely. And it's one of these things where part of me is like, you know, I I can't judge at all because I've never had to go through this situation. And then part of me is like, is, is this part of our issue as a society where people are too sensitive and unable to have these conversations? And I don't know. I think the important thing is, like, realizing... um. If you accidentally say something like understanding and learning why it could be wrong. I mean, in my situation, I I literally was singing the song of the class and I like I I am very aware that monkey is like a very, you know, a racist thing to say. um, But it was kind of just an interesting experience. I don't know if interesting experience is the right way to put it. (laughs) It was just kind of interesting to go through, like, first, my reaction of, you know, immediately being defensive and angry, like, kind of on, definitely on the defense of, like, I am not racist. I felt like at one point, I don't know if you watched the last debate, but Trump, Trump's like, I am the least racist person in this room. Which was...
0: It's a small room.
1: (laughs) Oh God, I was like, you don't even know who's in that room. There's probably black people in that room, and I can guarantee you're more racist than they are.
0: The moderator herself was half black. So that whole comment was just like, God, you are so tone deaf.
1: It was (laughs) so tone deaf. And so, but I like caught myself freaking, pulling a trump and being like, I am like the least racist person. And then I like kind of stopped myself and I was like, if I'm having these thoughts, I need to kind of <laughs> check in with myself because clearly <laughs> I'm missing something. So it was just kind of a an interest it just it's, like I said, it's never really happened to me. And um
0: those I don't are the know, it's, same exact emotions that my friend she's white the same thing she went through like why are they saying this I'm not racist like where, where is this coming from
1: yeah. it's the same she said the same like, thing get angry in general like well who's the racist one now you're, the, you're racist <laughs> for thinking I'm racist and then yeah it's just understanding that I don't know I do think that our podcast has taught me a lot in our conversations about just taking a step back and understanding.
0: From both sides though. Um white people need to understand that we are hypersensitive, not because we want to be, but because that's how we have to be. We're always on defense. Like every time you go you're always on a defensive and it's exhausting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. But but then there are know. some white people that are like I'm not racist, man. Like, God damn. Like, what do I have to do? Like, right. So I get it from your side. And it's just simple conversations that would would fix so many things.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting on Monday if it comes up at all. I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to bring it up. I feel like that would be uncomfortable. Hey, just wanted to let you know I'm not racist.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, All right. Carry now. on. <laughs> yeah, someone who like seems like they may actually be racist. but that
0: person. Um, <laughs> just start the class with going off on Trump. Did you yeah. see him? He's terrible. Am I right? And he'd be like, mm, "She's trying really hard."
2: Uh,
0: <laughs> it's it's, yeah. it's it's sad how America has programmed everybody to like just be uncomfortable all it. like. You can't say anything, and you can't. You can't hear anything without feeling away. You can't say anything. It's just, it's so unfortunate that it's still like that. We got cars that can park themselves and we're still having these conversations. That's, a, I know. that's insane to me, man. Like, I know. My mother had like, to drink out of a colored water fountain and we're having the same shit in 20. It's so sad.
1: Yeah. It's like, how do you change that though? Like, how? where could the world have gone different to make the? I mean, there are so many places hmm. I'm just, I'm making this question as to not that. I don't understand, but, um, you know, thinking about like, where did we go so wrong? How are we still going wrong?
0: Television. Why? Television. Is
1: television. Yeah. Really?
0: Because most of, most of the, impressions we get from other races are from tv it's not from actually talking to other races like
1: tv shows or just tv in general anything on the tv uh
0: the media movies i mean even something simple like a tv show you look at law and order which is not a bad show but it's not as bad now
1: Law and now. Order. it law order scares me
0: yeah, it's gotten bad. But when it first came on, mm-hmm. a lot of people may not remember, but almost every perk looked like me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And when people grow up seeing that every possible suspect looks like me, it's embedded yeah. in their brain.
1: And yeah, then black that is definitely a good point.
0: And then black people see everybody that's chasing somebody that looks like me is white. So it, you have that perception of the other race that, okay, they're the enemy because they're trying to catch me for something I didn't do. And then they look at black people like, okay, well, he's going to rob me, so I got to watch him. Everything on the television has shaped how we view other races as opposed to Mm -hmm. actual conversations. If people just sat down and saw the commonalities that we had, it would solve so many things. Like if poor white people and poor black people sat in a room for an hour and realized how many things they have in common, (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm. they would leave that Mm -hmm. room.
0: Totally different people. (laughs) Yeah, it's just definitely... I'm having That's a hard a time paying my light bill. Yeah, me too. I thought all white people were rich. Nope, I'm poor. It's just like, oh, oh shit. And that would, that would solve so many things. So it's, television is just, it's ruined a lot. It's given mm-hmm. a lot, but it's ruined a lot. Because people don't yeah. read. People don't have conversations.
1: Yeah, no. And I mean, and people are separated, you know? Like, then so. it goes back to the fact that neighborhoods are very separate and yeah i heard today um a story about a developer who develops um affordable housing and how difficult it is to get affordable housing in suburban neighborhoods where they're really supposed to go to give people equal opportunity to good schools and good neighborhoods and how she created this development. I'm trying to remember what state it was in. Was it in Kentucky? I don't know. But it the, the neighborhood, the suburban neighborhood, just, like, rallied and rallied and rallied against it. And, you know, are these people going to have background checks? And how do we know these people aren't felons? And just saying things like, like, so much racism. Mm-hmm. And... Then they finally got it approved, got the buildings up. They now all live together. And apparently there's only one person in that neighborhood who's still, like, kind of a jerk about it. But everyone else, they now live together and have a great neighborhood. Mm. And so the story pretty much ends, well, minus the one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's perception of other people and then. There was a story. Fear. There was, fear. fear. there was an interracial couple, a black woman and a white dude. They're married. They have a kid. And they were selling their home in Florida. And it was on Good Morning America. And they got it appraised. And it was appraised for like, I don't know, like 360, we'll say, 360,000. And then the black woman came up with an idea. Like she would take all the black stuff out of the house and just make it look like it's just his. And it was then appraised again for 470,000. So it was like a hundred and fifty thousand dollars difference because there were no black people in the house. So when white people say they don't want black people in their subdivision, it's because they know that it'll make their property go down because of the perception yeah. of black yeah.
1: people. That was part of one of the things that people said in rallying is that this is going to bring down the value of the neighborhood, which I think, like, <sighs> yeah, affordable housing. There is truth housing, in that. Yes. Truth. Yeah that's a tricky situation because yes, affordable housing does bring value down somewhat. Yeah. But then also like you, you know, you want to give people opportunities.
0: It's, it's a tough situation to play devil's advocate that some white people in who may not be racist, but they don't want their property back. Like 150,000, you sold a house, you know, that. That's huge. $150,000 mm-hmm. difference just because mm-hmm. somebody's black. No, I don't want them in the neighborhood. And I don't think, I think if black people in this situation, they would probably do the same thing. So like, you mean, if this white guy moves, my house is worth less? Right, no, he can't right, come right. here. So it's, yeah. it's all by the system. It's not necessarily the people. It's just how the system is set up. And it's, it's unfortunate, but it's turning us against each other
1: for yeah, money but, this, <laughs> but in that situation the system is because of the people like yeah the value is down because the people have the perception
0: yeah it starts with perception it's I mean, like a it's, circle it is
1: and you have to figure out where to break into it
0: it's very difficult and no leaders right now have the answers with the 2020 election as a smooth transition. <laughs> um, <laughs> 20 who is this Warnock? <laughs> Warnock. Oh. I've seen his commercials but I don't he's a reverend and I'm just like who is who who is he? Do you know a lot about him?
1: <laughs> Not really.
0: Not he's really. I was a Democrat. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I know he's looked a Democrat. Him up. Because I wanted to figure out, okay, who... Am, he's running for Senate. Yeah. And um, I was like, okay, who is this guy? I mean, first of all, he's he's against two of the people I hate. Kelly Loeffler, who's <laughs> awful. And Doug Collins, who is equally awful. Um, And honestly, the reason I decided to vote for him is because, A he's a reverend and I'm like, okay. And he, any, he he was at the Ebenezer Baptist church. So I feel Mm. like, you know, he was a a good reverend. I don't know. Maybe I'm completely. um, I mean,
0: you would hope so given the history of that church, you would hope he's decent. Yeah. (laughs) And
1: then that he was really close to, um, um, Oh my god! I just like completely blanked. John Lewis. Oh, mm. well, wow. that was a uh, like I felt like my brain had a lapse in it. That's
2: cool, um, man.
1: Yeah. So I feel like John Lewis may have been his um, like mentor. Like they had a close. Like he was kind of not raised by him, but. Just a big leader in his life.
0: I've seen, looking back at some of the pictures, I've seen him in pictures um, with John Lewis, but I didn't know that he was running for Senate. And I saw the commercials, and I started doing research. And Kelly Loeffler is is
2: breaking.
0: She's, she's something else. Like not because she's a Republican. Again, I have to clear. No, just, this even is when, not
2: about
0: no, it's not about, about like. parties. Because I always go back to McCain because he's the only person I could think of that I respected on the other side. Not really other side because I'm more of an independent. That's neither here nor there. Um, What she did when COVID started, when she started selling stocks, I'm just like, gosh, she is horrible. <laughs> like, what a horrible human being. Like now you make a lot of money, but she's. So I saw he's going against her, and I was just like, okay, well. <laughs> you can't be can't be that bad if you're opposing her so we're not yeah. Kelly Loeffler supporters on here so she's listening um, I'm sorry, definitely Kate.
1: not seeing as she <laughs> completely is scum and like you know sold stocks and got really rich without I mean she like played her political power just perfectly with COVID and everything else
0: yeah um, <clears throat> But, uh, but I wish him the best. Last time I did the preliminary looking, he's uh, he's not far. It's not that big a difference. For him to even be close in Georgia is is pretty amazing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, and the reason I wanted to bring it up is because, like, running for a Senate seat is huge. Mm-hmm. <coughs> and, you know, seeing as we just had a new Supreme Court justice voted in by the Senate, yeah. like, the Senate really makes a lot of big decisions, and I feel like a lot of people don't look these people up and know how to vote for them. So either people just don't vote or you choose a name that you like, but um, he's someone where I did do some research, and so his, his main issues are police reform, criminal justice reform, LGBT, LGBTQ rights, and reproductive rights.
0: Yeah, I'm glad you got that right because they would have they would have hated us and they would have said terrible things. <laughs> it's
1: very hard to get all those letters out. And it
0: is difficult, and I don't want to come across as like against them because I'm not, but I I can't remember the letters. I yeah, can remember verses to rap songs, but it's I just say the the gay community because I feel like that's safe. I think
1: mm-hmm. I think so. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. They, I think, they,
1: they... like we said before, you can be sensitive you know certain people may have sensitivities if someone just says just the gay community and if they have that sensitive sensitivity that's when you start digging in and asking why and yeah
0: well you know me pretty well I I have no problem with a difficult conversation and if I offend you then I want to know why and we can talk about it you can yell all you want it has no effect on me (laughs) um we can talk about it but I want to fix the problem I think that that, that would help in politics and just in life in general. Just, okay, I said something you didn't like. Tell me mm-hmm. why. <laughs>
2: don't
0: mm-hmm. just go off on me without saying. Just tell me what I said and how to fix it, and let's move on. But we don't do that enough, especially yeah. in politics. Ooh. Mm-hmm.
1: That takes <laughs> communication, and people just don't like to communicate.
0: No, they don't. Did you see, uh, (laughs) speaking of communication, Kamala, you see how he's saying her name now? The socialist Uh, Kamala.
1: (laughs) Yeah, calling her a socialist, which I read a very interesting article today on if Kamala is a, which you did a very good impression of that. Um,
0: yeah, I watched it multiple times. (laughs) Yeah.
1: He's just such a freaking jerk. Um, (laughs) If people believe that she's a socialist, then you should turn around and look at Trump because he's a fascist.
2: Mm. And it was
1: just a really interesting article kind of examining, you know, where these, um, like, where socialism came from, how it developed, how fascism developed, what it stands for, what it means, and then comparing it to what our leaders want and what they're practicing and like trump is very much like wants to create a country that is united based on finding you know someone within the country to be the target such as immigrants or black people and you know being a strong military country that you know using the military kind of as his force. Um and and then also having that very like dictator like um tone. Where I think he looks up to wait. them.
0: He really looks up to Putin for and sure. Kim Jong un I think it is his name.
1: I have a great relationship with them.
0: And he, he has to stop saying there. that. <laughs> like Who's on his team
1: like just. I think I think his I mean, I see the what how he's going with that because his whole thing is like we're not in a war right now because I'm such good friends with them, and my thing <laughs> is is like people are playing you, buddy. They don't like you, they're just watching you be their little freaking puppet.
0: yeah, it's like uh <laughs> it's like when you go to a strip club. This, I think she really likes me, man. <laughs> no, yeah. no, she doesn't.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's,
0: she says that to everybody with money. She she doesn't like you. I had to learn that the hard way. But that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> but no, he um he it, it's it's so amazing that he, he just hurls off these insults to call her a socialist, and and people just buy it because they hear it so often, and it's just crazy to me. I think it was yeah. Okay. I forgot if it was Winston Churchill or it was some leader that said it doesn't matter if it's true. If you it may have, I don't know if I'm quoting Hitler. It may have been him. <laughs> but I think it was actually. Um, but he said, if you say something enough, people believe it, whether it's true or not. For
1: sure. I mean, and he keeps calling like her in a sentence.
0: Yeah. And if, if that is a strategy he got from Hitler, then that, that says a lot. About his uh, game planning. <laughs> mm. It just feels every time I say his name, well, I feel like, it's note, like Ugh. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable.
1: Who? Hitler? Hitler. It's every right. time I
0: say his name, yeah. even in a quote, it's just like, oh, uh oh.
1: Like he may write in <laughs> the dead and come find you. <laughs> Yeah, he should. I used, to, I used to have dreams like that, but that's another podcast. So.
0: <laughs> that's fair.
1: That's oh. completely fair.
0: <laughs> you were—we've uh, taken a dark turn. <laughs> what were you about to say?
1: Seriously, behind like, a podcast again before the election? I mean, we're only a couple days out, which means I'm only a couple days away of having a two-year-old. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And I'm only a couple days away of having a six-year-old dog. That's true.
2: <laughs>
0: I know your son and my son have the same birthday, except you know your son will be able to vote in a few years. Hmm.
1: Well, your son can catch balls better
0: than mine can. <laughs> yeah, but he can't. He can't vote. His voice doesn't matter. <laughs> um, I would. I would like to do it the day after. Just. Maybe later on the day after, just in case, Should to just decompress. Check
1: in yeah,
0: nap. yeah. Because if it's a sad November fourth, then it, later I on think
1: in the day. I think it's going to be a confusing November fourth, but we'll very see.
0: much so. I don't think it'll be settled November fourth, but you know, we can still talk about it. I don't. I think this is going to go well into next year. Mm.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, well,
0: well, on that note... Mm-hmm. Happy Halloween!
1: <laughs> Happy Halloween! Do you think Halloween's happening
0: this year? Uh, Is
1: happening for you? Yes.
0: Well, it never happens for me. I told you, I put a sign on the mailbox. It's like, please don't knock on the door. There's candy here on the in the mailbox. Take it. Just don't bother <laughs> me. Please don't send your kids to my door. I don't want it. But, yeah, I think it's going to happen. I don't think people... I don't think people are going to stop doing what they normally do from from how it looks when I go out,
1: yeah, I think it's going to happen well, that's what a lot of our neighbors have their gear up but then apparently aren't going to pass out candy so I don't know. we'll see what happens. We will see hmm. what happens twenty twenty stealing everything, including <laughs> Halloween from little children
0: <laughs> they're talking about canceling Thanksgiving
1: I know i've been reading a lot of articles about how you shouldn't get together with people for Thanksgiving which I mean I agree you shouldn't have like a 20 person Thanksgiving but also I do think if 2020 has taught people anything it's to value what you do have so to if you're smart about it get together be safe you know get tested socially distance but like also time is precious Mm. You're, there's no guarantee you have tomorrow So don't you want to spend These quality times with The people you love the most That's,
0: That's beautifully said That you. was beautiful Actually well done mm-hmm. Yeah I, I don't even name. I don't have anything yeah. to add after that that was phenomenal um, <laughs> Alright well, well the next time we note. Yeah next time we talk We'll have a new president Or the same president so Super Bowls next week.
1: <laughs> okay, well, well, it's been fun. I'll talk to you soon. Yay. Bye. Yep.